This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Show Wednesday edition with Donna Valentine. That's me, Steve Patterson. That's him. Morning, everybody. <laughs> Don McLean also joining Hello. us. Hello. Oh, only nine days till Christmas, huh, Steve? That's according to my calendar. Mm, okay. I looked at it. Ooh. Nine days till Christmas. Feeling the pressure. Hmm. You know, um, yeah, I have my uh, I have my brother, my brother Scooty. We'll do a sibling thing. We've done this for years since the siblings have gotten older. Where so there's eight of us in total, and then we'll just crisscross and buy for each other, pick names out of a hat. It's usually like a fifty dollar limit, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I have Scooty. Everybody else does it early. I never do anything early, and so. Um, <laughs> but I was on Amazon, and I was like, boy, if I want to get something shipped, it's mm-hmm. coming up on that Christmas shipping deadline. I don't know what to get my brother Scooty. I don't know what to get him. What? That makes me some sort of a bad person? See, this is why I just want to eliminate that stress and have people tell me what they want. Give me 10 things to choose from. You may or may not get one of them. Here's my problem with that. And and I I know we've talked about this before, but because of how small of a person I guess I am, my natu- my nature is to then when I get the three things that I ask for on the list of ten, I then almost immediately am thinking, so I'm gonna have to buy the coffee pot. Right. And I just think of what else I it's almost like an unfinished shop. Like you ask someone to go shopping for you mm. and then they come back with a few of the things, but they didn't even bother to go to the produce section. So you're like, Okay, well I'll have to go there for that, I guess. <laughs> right. Can I say something about produce? Um, yes, but then I wanna get back to the gift. Okay, let's hang on the gift because I have a whole thing about produce. Okay, <laughs> which you're gonna okay, want to uh, stick got, like, around five for. Five minutes on produce. Yeah, it's, I need a, a solid three minutes on apples. Okay. Go ahead. So remember, I told you I mailed a stuffed animal and it cost me twenty two dollars, and the stuffed yes. animal cost me seven. Sure. Yes. Oh, it's so annoying. So I have been having Amazon send me the gifts that I'm buying for family and friends back in New Jersey, right? Okay. And New York. And so I should have taken a listener's advice and had Amazon wrap it and send it directly to the home of the recipient. But no, did I? No. no. So my niece's boyfriend is whose name I drew. Mm -hmm. I don't know what this weird stuff is that he wanted, but it was under the limit. It was so we have a $50 limit. It was he put one thing on his list. And it was $25. So I'm like, I guess I'll just get him two of those. Mm. It comes in the mail. It comes from Amazon yesterday. 
And it's like 20 pounds. And I'm like, oh, no, no now I have to oh, mail this. No. You know, and I'm doing yeah, the. Gonna, yeah. yeah. And I'm doing the free shipping with Amazon because I signed up for. You did Prime? the Prime? Only I'm only doing a trial. Oh God, oh. it's great, Donna. You'll never want to get rid of it. Well, then I, Until they charge her card. Right. That's a but, lot of money. But you know, she'll probably forget to cancel, like we all forget yeah. to cancel every trial. Right. Now I'll probably stick with it because I'm I'm really enjoying this like shopping from <laughs> my kitchen. So now I'm gonna have to pay if I pay twenty two dollars for a stuffed animal, mm-hmm. How much is this thing going to cost me to send? Do you know what it? Tell me what it is. I don't even know what this is. Oh, it's great. It's filament. Do you know what that is? Filament. Okay. So does he have? I mean, does he have like a three D printer? Probably something. Is that what that is? Okay. It well, almost looks buy- like film. Oh, it's like a real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can use that in three D printers. I mean, the filament's used for a lot of different things. There's all different kinds of filament, but okay. maybe he's 3D printing. Well, he's like a science guy. Oh, If you're asking me how I would describe it, filament, yeah, and I'm grabbing at straws here, uh, kind of like a slender thread-like object or fiber, especially one found in animal or plant structures is how I would describe <laughs> Is that how you would personally <laughs> describe it, Steve? Because it well, didn't it could sound be, like your you know, words. Okay, fair enough. I actually have a bit more to say on it. It could also be, how would I put this? A conducting wire or thread with a high melting point forming part of an electric bulb or vacuum tube and heated or made incandescent by an electric current. What kind of weird stuff is he doing? I mean, I asked my niece, I'm like, tell him to add something else to his list. She goes, oh, just get him two of those. He goes through it like water. Okay. It sounds like you've now (laughs) assisted in someone like uh, making a bomb. (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't say that. Well, who asks for filament? I don't know. This guy. You can get a bunch of different colors for 3D printing. Maybe he's doing that. I mean, that's the only thing I know about. It looks like fishing line. Pretty much. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Different color. It was like here. Color. Merry Christmas. I don't know. It looked black to me. Okay. Or black. gray. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. I don't be knowing what this stuff is, is for. Too... I'm like, what kind of weird gift is that? To... Oh boy, phones are blowing up. Oh, oh, oh no. Yeah, the yeah, filament yeah. guild the is calling us. Hotline. Great. Okay. Here we go. All right. Who wants to talk about? Uh, hello there. You're on my talk 107.1. Presumably to talk about filament. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was calling because I thought for Donna's problem, she could probably return the filament oh. at a drop-off and then reorder it and have it sent to him. Oh, oh good plan. That's a good oh, not plan. A good oh, my gosh. You can go to Kohl's and return Kohl's. it today. That's right. Kohl's. Yeah. Great idea. You can idea. safely go Thank into a Kohl's. Uh, yeah, Donna, Kohl's is an Amazon return center, so you can take any uh, item that you purchase on Amazon that allows returns, and you can just drop them off at Kohl's, and then you don't have to deal with going back to, you know, the post office oh or the shipping Mailing center. Oh, my, spending $40. Yeah. Right. What a dummy, huh? Wow. Oh, thank you for the tip. That's a great tip. Yeah. Okay. Now, this on produce. Okay. Anybody get really big apples recently? The biggest apple that I've ever seen in my life was in my house last week. We had a whole batch of them, probably six or seven, that were huge. Huge. Is anybody else out there getting really big apples, like Chernobyl apples? (laughs) Oh, no. They're big. No. 
No. The answer is no. Anybody out there, email me if you've come across an apple and you've thought, how did these ones get this big? The biggest apples I've ever seen. So, And I tried to take a picture, and I couldn't. It wasn't showing the, the, the scale of it right. Really big apples. Delicious, too. They seem to be in season, like extra. It was what good. What kind? Oh, gee. What is it, I wish lady? I knew. Was it a... I think it's a Fuji. Oh, I love I think those. it's a Fuji. Those Whatever it was. So big. Oh, really? Do you like I'm jazz a, apples? I'm a Brayburn kind of person myself. It's the only you, apple you should... I buy. Okay. You know, the Red Delicious, there's a, oh, there's a life so lesson there. Oh, they are so overrated. They are. Their taste is so terrible. And they were they were bred <laughs> to just be really hot but have no personality. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they look good. Oh, Steve. I'm not really a fruit person, so I can't help you. Oh, really? You're missing out on some really good things. No, I just never crave fruit. And it always goes bad when I buy it. Like, I have grapes, these awesome red grapes in my fridge. Get rid of those. They're going to kill your dog. Well, I just think grapes are toxic to your dog. He can't open the refrigerator door. All you need is one to roll on the floor. I just had it the other night, and then my dog is eating a grape, and I'm like, well, fantastic. What am I going to have to induce vomiting now, which you can do with hydrogen peroxide. That's correct. Wow. And bread. Oh, gosh. Wow, Steve. We're outlawing so, grapes. It's so fun to, to watch you learn. Person. Yeah, to learn. To watch you learn. Yeah. It's just very, yeah, keep avocados away from him, too. Oh, and chocolate. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> wow, we've gone. Really hey, our Facebook question today is sort of a derivative of what we talked about yesterday uh, later in the show. I've made it this. If you had to put one movie into a time capsule for a distant generation to discover, which movie would it be and why? Oh, that's cute. Okay. Cute. We'll get to some of your responses later. Yeah, that's cute. Cute usually is a dismissive word. Well, it's not. In your world, maybe. You're a weirdo. We're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to come back, though. We usually do. Yeah, we'll return. Usually. We think we're going to return after the break. Things that make you go, huh, is coming up next. Uh, I got a fun fact about kangaroos. Not a great tease, but it's what I came up with. Next on Don and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for that. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Things that make you go, huh. There are at least twice as many kangaroos in Australia as there are people. There are about 50 million kangaroos and 25 million people, to which I will ask a question that will probably get PETA upset with me. And yes, they have emailed me. Do you think that there is there a hunting season for kangaroo in Australia? <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think? Well, listen. I don't know. If there were, what are there, 300 million Americans? Let's round down and say that. If there were 600 million deer, we'd probably have a few more weekends to go out and bow a deer. Hmm. Do people want to eat them, though? Don't email me, PETA. Is there? I think think kangaroo meat is a thing. Is it? I think. It, okay, so ordinarily, wow. Peter, email her. it is illegal to kill, buy, sell, or possess a kangaroo in Australia. Huh. 
But because there's a growing population, mm-hmm. mm, the Aus- Australian government permits license holders to cull or shoot kangaroos. Oh, oh see. This has resulted in the largest slaughter of land-based wildlife on the planet. I bet people who live in Australia are just like, damn kangaroos. kangaroos. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's anywhere, right? Everybody else comes in and thinks it's so great. They're so cute. You're just thinking this is a a nuisance here. Yeah, they can fight you. Yeah, they slap you in the face with their feet, right? (laughs) Can they punch you with their little arms? Don't don't kangaroos kind of box? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they do. They are very kind of, not barrel-chested is not the right word, but they look like bodybuilders. Yeah, they look like if they. I think there's a uh, a video somewhere of a really muscular kangaroo, kangaroo, and it's scary because it has like pecs. It, it's a yeah. That's oh what my I'm gosh! Yeah, look up muscular kangaroo. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Are you seeing these? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Donna, that I, looks like Chris Hemsworth in a kangaroo costume. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, is it barrel chested's not the word? They're like. Oh my word. You think that's real? Oh, yeah, that's Remembering Roger, the world's most muscular kangaroo. Holy Pete. They're oh really pretty. I I wish we had them here. <sighs> kangaroo Crossing at the Minnesota Zoo. Yes. Oh, I got to feed the kangaroos when uh, we did Project Down and Dirty. Oh, is that right? Yes, queen. Golfers who win the Masters get to keep their green jacket for a year. This can't be true, but then they have to return it? What if it doesn't fit the next person? No, well, here's what happens. It gets put into a closet, and they can wear it whenever they visit from that point on. But you can't just have it on one night. You want to go out to the club, and you're wearing your green blazer. What do you mean? You have to keep it at Augusta National Golf Club down in Augusta, Georgia. You can only wear it on the premises after your first year of getting turned. Okay, so there's on, there's not only one green no. jacket. No. It's not like the Stanley Cup. Correct. Got it. Okay. The Stanley That's interesting. Cup. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know stuff, Steve. Oh. Sports talk with Donna. <laughs> George R. R. Martin, he's written all of the Game of Thrones books using a computer that's at least 25 years old. Doesn't even have windows on it. Just the DOS operating system, remember that? Yes. And he uses the 1980s word processing program, Words. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. 
Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Wow. That's funny. Are you just being defiant at that point? Yes. The contrary. Love it. Love it. I almost bought a typewriter yesterday. Tell me what led to this. I, um... I just happened to see it at a Goodwill, and I thought, wow, that would be cool to own that. Mm. But I couldn't... Was it an antique one? It was like an old one, like not an electronic, right. electric one, yeah. but the kind that you have to go, ding, and then oh, cool. push it yourself. But I couldn't find a price tag on it, so I didn't get it. Thank you. Oh, it was a thrift store. I mean, what do you think? It was going to break the bank? It I don't know. It would have been... 30 bucks. 30 maybe? bucks. How much did you say? I didn't know. I said yeah. 30 when you said 30. 30. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You guys, you know typewriters—they—they they look nice. You can work it into your style, right? You know. Yes. La 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 la. An Indian classical <laughs> musical conductor named Zubin Mehta has the most Grammy nominations without a win. He's the Grammy's Susan Lucci. Well, not anymore. He has eighteen nominations, zero wins. Brian McKnight. Comes in second with 17 noms, no wins. Snoop wow. Doggy Dog is third with 16 nominations and no wins. Hmm. Mm. La 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 la. La 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 la. Are you done? If bees were paid minimum wage, yeah. a jar of honey would cost $182,000 in labor. Oh, oh my wow. gosh, that's cute. Which is why I think we all agree we shouldn't pay them. <laughs> right? I mean, that's a system that we're okay with. Yeah. The bees work for free. B-movie. I go back to B-movie. Have you seen B-movie? It's great. It's on the list. It teaches you so much about bees, how they work. It's so funny. Jerry Seinfeld, Matthew Broderick, Putty from Seinfeld. Oh, cool. And John Goodman. What, you don't like John Goodman? Yeah, he's great. (sighs) (laughs) Darn. Oh, man, you guys. He went to my college. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, And he gives back a lot. He's great. Oh, that's sweet. All right. We're going to come back. Uh, Wow, Dave Chappelle got what he was asking for. We'll tell you what that is coming up. Okay, we're back, just like that. We're riding Comedian uh, Dave Chappelle had a strange request for his fans, and that request is, please do not stream my show. Oh. He basically said, I am begging you, if you ever liked me, this was uh, in a video of a stand-up that he shared yesterday. He said, boycott Chappelle's show, do not watch it unless they pay me. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, okay. Dave Chappelle, um, you know, he pitched his his show back in the day to HBO, ironically, and they passed. Well, now Comedy Central, which picked it up, aired it for three seasons, Comedy Central um, has licensed it out to HBO Max, 
Oh. And to Netflix. Hmm. And they have, so Dave Chappelle calls them and he's like, please, please don't stream this show. So a Netflix spokesperson finally confirmed that the company did remove the show early yesterday morning at Dave Chappelle's request after airing it for less than a month. Um, But this guy declined to comment uh, any further. And also Netflix is going to air it, I think, until December 31st because he asked them as well. And it's not a legal thing. His beef. He did. Right. Right. What had happened was he signed a bad. He he, yes. He signed a bad contract when he was 28 years old. Back when before streaming was even happening. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he also has he has to do, I think, six stand up shows for Netflix. And he says, you know, I, I deal with Netflix because they pay me my money. They do what they say they're going to do. And this time they went above and beyond uh, what you could expect from a businessman. Hmm. So he signed this bad deal. He was broke. He was expecting a baby at the time. And so, you know, basically what he's saying is it's perfectly legal what they're doing. But is it right? Hmm. So I guess he's calling them out on their morality. Oh, yeah. And sure. they're and they're they caved. So that's well, power. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty impressive that I, he he must be a very convincing person. Um the guy from HBO said we had a conversation with Dave. I'm not going to get into it, but it's very clear that it's a very unique and specific and emotional issue that he's got. Mm. So they back down well and probably for hbo max too you think what's the anytime you get in any legal dispute and i say this having been in none (laughs) you've got to start thinking what's the win here if i do win at what cost do i win so if hbo max they could by the way just win by saying you know that's the nature of a contract Mm -hmm. you sign the deal right um but what's the win there bad pr People who have a, you know, especially now we're in an age where you want to feel good about the money that you spend. And I get it. That doesn't exactly, that might factor into buying local and knowing that places are uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Eco-friendly and stuff like that and fair trade. That doesn't spill into streaming services. Right. Okay. I don't have that like high of a view of us as humanity, but still people like to know that there's no background rub as to like oh but they kind of did that guy right so if they Mm. were looking to sign somebody else to a deal that person might go yeah but they did Chappelle wrong so well that's a good point i wasn't even thinking of it that way i was thinking just as a consumer if you feel like you're a loyalist to dave Chappelle, Mm -hmm. maybe that just feels a little about hbo but boy that's a good point yeah you Chappelle's well connected i would imagine Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And you might be a little less likely to ink your own stand-up deal because you don't know what's going to happen down the line. What are you going to do? Right, right. Yeah. So he said they were able... So Comedy Central, you know, had the show. Then they, you know, tried to get it, you know, licensed out to HBO Max, like I said, and to Netflix. And their Comedy Central can continue to profit from his show. And can continue to prevent Dave Chappelle from using the name of the show. 
hmm. which is Chappelle's show. So he can never use that legally. No, oh, boy. Yeah. I know. It's just this whole big thing. But he's absolutely right. I mean, nobody wants to feel like they've been, you know, screwed over. Yeah. Well, also, it's interesting to hear the head of HBO um, when he says it's very clear that it's a unique and specific and emotional mm-hmm. issue he's got. You get that sense when Chappelle has talked about this before. You mm-hmm. get that sense that this has gotten deep because part of me thinks, come on, you're doing great now. Like, mm-hmm. let right. bygones be bygones. But clearly, this this hits at a, a deep a deep place yeah. for him. Yeah. And so I think that's why he wants some of that resolved. Right. And he also said that, um, you know, he kind of drew comparisons of financial mistreatment to some of the abuses of sexual harassment brought to light by the Me Too movement. He's like, this is just so the industry. He says, I'm not up here trying to tell you guys that I believe Comedy Central gave me a raw deal just because I'm black. I believe they gave me a raw deal because this bleeping industry is a monster. Hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. And also, if you recall, he he left like, what was it, maybe $50 million on the table when he walked away from the show. Yes. I really want to know what specifically that was about. Mm -hmm. Right. He did say it was a joke. He said he made a joke or he made a comment rather and it got laughs, but that wasn't the intent. Mm. of the comment and Mm. that's what made him go all right something's not landing here Mm. but i want to know what it is what what, yeah because what would make as a human being what could it be that would make you walk away from 50 million dollars exactly especially if you are a um you're a joke teller you're a comedian you sort of you know took no prisoners in how you major comedy on that show Mm -hmm. you know it's not like it's someone who is sort of has a very specific belief system or viewpoint and then feels that whatever they're being asked to do Mm -hmm. is so misrepresentative of who they are to that point it's it's a he's a comedian who's slinging jokes on comedy central which makes it all the more mysterious as to what it specifically was and why it made him say because there's a lot of zeros in 50 million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think David Letterman came pretty close in an episode of my get- next guest needs no introduction, but he didn't, you know, he didn't bring it all the way home. He mm. kind of just alluded to, yeah, it was something that happened on the set and I thought I'm going to mm. go. I'm going to walk away. Very interesting. Right? All right, um Yes, Steve. Speaking of on the set, Mm -hmm. um, coming up in about eight minutes. Oh, God. OMG. Tom Cruise lost his mind on set. You will hear the audio and hear why he lost it. And some people might feel like, hey, go, Tom. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see uh, the the general public response. Did you listen to it, Steve? I did. Two minutes and 20 seconds worth. Dawn, did you? I did. I did, Mm -hmm. too. I did, too. And I have opinions. Yep. Definitely. Um, Also, uh, movie talk. Um, I Want to Dance with Somebody is going to be the biopic on Whitney Houston, Mm. which is backed by her estate. As a matter of fact, Pat Houston will produce the movie on behalf of the Whitney Houston estate, along with 
music producer Clive Davis. So that means with their backing, all the music will be a part mm. of the movie. So that's good oh, news. Oh, great. Yeah. And then after a worldwide search, they found the actress who will be playing Whitney Houston. Oh. And her name is Naomi Aki. And she was in one of your Star Wars movies. Which one? Um, by far, it was her biggest role to date. Um, she was in The Rise of Skywalker. Oh. Okay. I don't know what her role was but that'll be it'll be interesting they say that they were absolutely blown away by her um audition reel and they said her screen test was so powerful that it sent shivers up their spine she was able Mm. to capture that um unique charm that whitney houston had her star power uh, her personal struggles. They said it was just like a masterpiece. Great. I, I can't know. wait to see her. And do she this. kind of already looks like Whitney Houston, yeah. the oh. side by side that they have on Hollywood Reporter. So it doesn't feel like they would need to go to great lengths in terms of prosthetics and right. things like that. She could just play the part. But aren't we all asking the same question, having not seen any of this audition video? Sure, she's got the stage presence. Is she singing? Is she singing? I Whitney don't Houston? believe she's singing. Is so difficult. Yeah. Anytime someone tries to sing a Whitney song, it always falls short. Yep, you're right. Um, no, she won't be singing. Okay. She will not be singing, which is kind of cool that they we get to hear all the actual music because a lot of times there's you know people are held held up productions just can only use certain songs at right. times. So this is really really cool. Naomi Aki, I believe she's a British actress. So, kind of cool. And that'll be a name that this will probably be the only time in human history that we say, I think it's Naomi Aki. Is that who it is? Right, <laughs> because it seems right. like this is the kind of role that just has no choice but mm-hmm. to launch you into uh, worldwide. Good for her. Totes. It'll be out, I think, in 2022. We have to wait. Oh, till. I know. Go on, right? be patient. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys hear about the Harry and Meghan Spotify deal? No. So yesterday they signed an exclusive partnership with, um, I'm sorry, Spotify signed an exclusive partnership with Archwell Audio. That is a new audio first production company founded by the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. So they're going to they're going to host podcasts and they're going to produce podcasts. So Spotify's really trying to get their podcast game up. They signed um, Michelle Obama. Joe Rogan is exclusively on Spotify now. Mm -hmm. Um, Kim Kardashian signed an exclusive deal with them back in June. Mm -hmm. So this is interesting. You know, tell me if you think Meghan Markle would have gotten this deal had she not married a prince. No. No, way. no, but I don't mean that as like a diss to her, but there are a lot of really talented people mm-hmm. who a company like Spotify isn't looking to say, oh, can we get them? There is something unique about the, uh, let's, let's just call it like it is, when you become a princess, so mm-hmm. to speak, yep. your life changes forever. Right. And right. people view you differently because we all believe in the fake monarchy that England has oh, pushed no, us for no, Hey! No, 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 no. Well, sorry. <laughs> Easy. 
A holiday special hosted by them will be released on Spotify later on this month, and then their first series is going to debut next year. Okay? Two of Don't the last make the producer that, mad. Two of the last things that I've heard from Don are, and I quote, no, no, I... And no, la, 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 la. <laughs> I'm only here for 15 more minutes. All right. All right. Um, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Well, Tom Cruise yeah. saw something, and boy, oh boy, did he say If you say something, something, shout something. Right. Wait till you get a load of this when we come right back on My Talk 1071. You're listening to us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Woo! The moment you've all been waiting for. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Ooh, we're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All righty. Tom Cruise is currently filming Mission Impossible. Sad Ben. He's in London and uh, he is dead serious about COVID 19 protocols. Um, he re- yeah, <laughs> like if you think that there's someone that you work with and you're like, Okay, easy, hard charger. Like, yep, you're yep. coming at us. Well, uh, wait for this. He recently saw two crew members standing less than six feet apart, and he lost his you-know-what. Here we go. Hit it. We're in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. And they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their home because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table. I'm paying for their college education. That's what I sleep with every night. So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. We are not shutting this movie down. Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. Wow. I mean... Uh, that was just a minute of it because that's made. the audio I had that was bleeped and I yeah. didn't want to risk. Yeah, yeah that's something. Yeah. two minutes and 20 seconds worth of uh, what he's doing. So to offer a little context, as you hear that and think whatever you want to think about it, 
and whatever you want to think about the approach, blah, blah, blah. Um, he is, he's talking about how at night, every night he says he's on the phone with different mm-hmm. studios. Mm-hmm. The heads of different studios are talking to him about how they are pulling off the production right. of making Mission Impossible 7 right now. And so he, what he's alluding to when he says they're making movies because of us, we are creating thousands of jobs, he's talking about the fact that if their production gets shut down, we know how fragile things are right now, especially as the the number of deaths just continues to be so high. He's saying all it takes is one outbreak that shuts us down, and then it shuts down all of these other hopeful productions thinking, well, if we have the COVID-19 protocols in place, can't we do it safely? They unfortunately would then be the one case study that says, no, you can't because not everyone's going to embrace it. So that's the pressure that he's talking about with what he's sleeping with at night and things like that. Right. I, I, I have no problem with it because it sounds like it wasn't the first time he had to say something. Yeah. And if people aren't taking not. it seriously, then bye. But my other my question is, does he have the power to fire these people? Is he oh, like I an executive so. producer? producer? He is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. You know, that I was, always That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, look, you get it like it's a So what he when you understand what he's talking about, and trying to keep this production going, considering the well-being of the industry. He goes on to talk about that multiple times in the future of the industry. And people trying um, to, you know, also put their kids through college and they're yeah. suffering and having a yeah hard time. Yeah, so I, I, I certainly... I certainly get all that. And I think, you know, there's, there's an element of, I think what you could describe as righteous indignation, you know? Of like, we are the lucky ones who get to be working right Right. now, who get a paycheck right now. And so we have to, whatever your feelings are about it, we have to, when you're here on this set, you are taking this seriously. Because that's how you get to work here. That's how you get to pay here. I understand that. By and large, though, and I'm not not necessarily beefing with, with Tom Cruise on this, but in general, if a, and I haven't had yelly bosses but the times that there has been any sort of yelling, mm-hmm. you lose me. The higher your voice goes, the less impact it mm, has. See, now... I know, but you've had a different experience. If you've ever had, like, a parent, you know, who always keeps their cool, the one time they freak sure. out, you know they mean business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, that's true. You're right. If someone is... Always yeah, nice. We two bas- and, yeah, we had two basketball coaches, one who was more bombastic and the other who was very quiet, but he didn't even have to get to a yell. He could get to a look mm. and you were like, okay, <laughs> right? he's talking to us, everybody right. chill out. Well, and here's the other thing. The person who released that audio, shame on you, um, because you probably thought you were going to, this was going to hurt Tom Cruise in some way, mm. right? Like, oh, he's yeah. not the Mr. Nice guy that he pretends to be. No, he has a point. He has a very, very good, valid point. And people's lives are on the line. Yeah. Also. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not just the people on the set who are going to be affected. And I like the fact, I mean, I'm all about this. I think good for you. Um, because he's not talking about selfish reasons why he's mad. Right. You know, when you think mm-hmm. of like the Christian Bale thing. Right. That right. Sure. I also support that. Comes that. To mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I also support that. But I support this because he 
really does care about people's families. Right. And how they're not being able to eat and they're losing their homes. And it's just the whole thing that's the weight on him and how important it is to him to maintain that standard. So I'm like, good for you, dude. I think it's easy to read half a headline here. Tom Cruise loses his cool. And then it's like, oh, no, what was it? He didn't have the green M&Ms in the trailer. Or what was it this time, Hollywood celebrity? Whereas, and that's why I go back to sort of like the righteous indignation. When you consider the context of where he's coming from with all of this. Right. And then he's like, look, there's a simple way for you to work here now and to get paid while so many of your colleagues are out of work. And they're looking to us to see, can we do this this way right now? Right. It's, you know, whatever the rule is there, if it's keep your six feet or I don't know what the mask situation was there, if they didn't, if they had a mask down or Mm -hmm. what it was. But it sounded like, I'll tell you, it would be uncomfortable to be when he was saying, and you and you too. You know, in that moment, he's blowing up on the studio, but or, the, or anyone in studio at that point. But then he's giving a finger point to two specific people, right. oh, no. and you know that that moment you feel about six inches tall, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "Oh my gosh!" Yep, yep. Oh my lord! Oh boy! All right, everybody, way, mask up. And one more time for me to uh, plug the movie Night and Day with Tom Cruise and uh, Cameron Diaz. Very funny in that. All right, fun. It's fun. I'll do it. Hey, here's something else. Uh, The Winter Online auction is now open, you guys. You've got until the 17th, which is tomorrow. You'll get deals on everything from home improvement to lodging and hotel stays, uh, beauty enhancements, all sorts of stuff. So check out the deals at mytalk1071.com. Keyword is auction. We'll be right back with music news on My Talk.